Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Sienna Jekyll. And I see dead people. I'm Liana Holston. (laughs) And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This podcast is a safe afterlife for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching The Sixth Sense. Keep moving, cheese dick. Number 89 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers about this twisty old (laughs) film. Wow. Wow. Mm. Wow. I am strangely excited to talk about this movie. I'm very excited to talk about this movie. But first, I must hear what you predicted it would be about. Ooh, I... Please. (laughs) cannot remember what I said, but I know I talked for a while. <laughs> okay. That's sort of how I feel after like a big night out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hi, Liana. It's Sienna. Hi. I'm about to watch The Sixth Sense. It's a hard one to um, say. I have chosen Sixth to watch sense. this pretty late at night and alone. Ooh. But yeah. now I'm realizing it might be scary. <laughs> I don't want to be scared right now. Oh. Um, so fingers crossed it's not too awful because I'm a scaredy cat and I won't be able to fall asleep. Like, um, and then my other guess is that the big twist is that the sixth sense is um, smelling <laughs> even <fuck>? more <laughs> than you can oh smell my God. with your regular sense of smell. All right. That's what I'm guessing. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Every oh, yeah. day, I thank God. For the moment that you told me that sometimes you try to be annoying on purpose. (laughs) After I just remembered now, I remember doing this recording and I remember afterward going, maybe I should have predicted more things about the movie. Well, (laughs) Sienna, here, here is my prediction for the sixth sense. Oh, oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Oh, no. Hi, Sienna. It's Liana. I just pulled up the list and it turns out I'm about to watch The Sixth Sense. Hell yeah. What the fuck? I see dead people. And I mean, listen, I know what the plot twist is here. Yeah. Yeah. It's that he was dead the whole time. Yeah. Surprise. Well, I predict Haley Joel Osment and uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah. And I don't. Unfortunately, there's not going to be much intrigue in this one, but mayhaps there will be some nice foliage. Maybe it'll be fall for huh. some of the film. Well, Love you. I think Bye. it was, right? Yeah, it was. It pumpkin. absolutely was. Um, there was a title card that said the next fall. <laughs> and you said, yes, 
I, I sensed said, I, it. I knew it. <laughs> I sixth sensed that. <laughs> um, I should also say, I also knew it was Bruce Willis, Haley Joel, mm. and I knew mm-hmm. the twist as well. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's, I mean, how, how could you not? It's like with the most well-known twist probably in movie history. I, I If only, if only to, to go into this film without knowing. Yeah. Would be an amazing thing. Good for them. I, I, I wish we could have. Oh, that we could. Had we been this doing film. this podcast 20 years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liana, that well. leads me to a little thing called my synopsis of this film. Yes. <clears throat> the sixth sense. <laughs> you gotta, you have to pause between it's the words. You hard. really do. It's hard. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment sees dead people. Bruce mm. Willis is a child psychologist and also a ghost. But Ooh. we aren't supposed to know that part, even though literally no one talks to him except for <laughs> Haley the whole <laughs> time. Thank you. In the end, it turns out the ghosts aren't all that scary. They just want a little attention. Oh, <laughs> The end. <laughs> okay, mood. <laughs> but I should specify... It's supposed to be really, well, scary-ish. He's yeah. what, people are scared. Haley is scared. Oh, this this boy is terrified. This is a scared boy. There are some rules about the dead people, like he sees the ghosts, <laughs> but the ghosts don't see anyone else. They only see what they want to see, etc. Apparently, et they all want to see Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, and then also their voices show up on tape recorders if you listen mm-hmm. hard enough. Yep, and they show up sort of in photos if a 90s Tony Collette looks really hard at them. <laughs> yeah! And it gets cold. <laughs> it does. The thermostat will be swaying to the left. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Liana! Hey. Please tell us some historical context about this movie. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. And, and welcome to the historical context for the sixth sense, the 1999 horror uh, film. It can't be that. It cannot yeah, be it horror. is. It's sort of apparently horror. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. It, yeah. Directed by M. Night Shyamalan, who in fact wrote the film Stuart Little. I do Which know was that very fact. important to me when I learned that again Shocking. this afternoon. Shocking. 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 Is this our first non-white director on the list? We'll have I to don't research. know. <laughs> I sense, my sixth sense is telling me yes, <laughs> but I don't know for sure. A, an eye roll moment. Donnie Wahlberg, who plays Vincent, the troubled man at the beginning oh, of the yeah. film yeah yeah stopped showering in preparation for the role he also lost 43 pounds in five weeks and most importantly no one asked him to do these things <laughs> he was in it for like a minute and a half and he was like, I have to, this is so, this sets the tone of the whole film, which I mean, the director did say, he but was, nobody was like, hey, please lose 43 pounds and stop bathing. That's so funny. I mean, he was maybe the scariest part. I think, yeah. But, In terms uh, of just real life horror. No one asked for, you to yeah. do this. Nobody asked him to do that. The movie The Sixth Sense was filmed in the old <laughs> the old Philadelphia Convention Center, which has possibly since been demolished. And the cast in interviews, so many of them since the shooting of the film were like, yeah, that place is haunted, like for sure. Whoa, cool. <laughs> they were like, it was spooky as hell. It was incredibly spooky. They did not use CGI for seeing the character's breath when it was cold. Instead, they just made the room super fucking cold. <laughs> that was real breath? Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, perhaps it was enhanced, but the the cold breath and the shivering of the characters was due that's, to them being in a very cold environment. <laughs> that's very funny and pretty cool. Literally cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
The movie, as it turned out, was incredibly smart capitalistically due to the now incredibly famous twist ending. At the time, when it came out, 1999, people's minds were blown by this twist at the end of the movie. Really the very end of the movie. So much so that new viewers were coming each week to the cinema to see it. it. It premiered in August, which is sort of a dead zone for film premieres. But because of that twist ending, had unbelievable sales that year. Wow. And so because of this word of mouth, hearing about a surprise ending, people were going to see it newly every week. And people who'd already seen it were going back to see it again because they were like, oh, now let me watch it with fresh eyes, knowing that he was a ghost the whole time and seeing how they concealed that from us and how we missed it the first time. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do movie sales, you make the main character ghost. That's the secret. <laughs> it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we'll get to that. It was smart capitalistically because it made the movie the second highest grossing film wow. of 1999. Second only to Star Wars Episode One. Okay, a little bit about Philadelphia. I googled, is Philadelphia haunted? <laughs> And I didn't really get a solid yes or no, <laughs> Okay, but it is a very historic city. So here's a little timeline of the city of Philadelphia, one yes. of the oldest, most historic cities in the country, the United States of America. I know it. That region was originally settled by the Lenape hunter-gatherers around 8,000 BC. So it dates very, very far back mm-hmm. if we actually had not demolished so much of that history. And then fast forwarding to sort of the white portion, unfortunately. In 1681, Charles II of England grants William Penn a charter for what would become the Pennsylvania Colony. In 1682, William Penn arrives in the new city of Philadelphia and signs a peace treaty with the Lenape chief Tamanend, which was became a very famous peace treaty. William Penn was like, I'm a Quaker. I love peace. Mm. And I was like, I love oats. Okay. In 1684, the ship Isabella lands in Philadelphia carrying hundreds of enslaved Africans. So Mm. it was still active in the transatlantic slave trade. Mm -hmm. Decidedly not like a beacon of morality or anything like that. Right. In 1774, the Continental Congress convenes in Philadelphia. In 1787, the U.S. Constitution is penned in Philadelphia. In 1790, this is mentioned in the film, Philadelphia is the capital of the U.S. after the Revolutionary War. So it was a real hub in terms of the American Revolution and the crafting of the U.S. Constitution and the, the, the beginnings of the country, the United States of America. In 1838, the American Anti-Slavery Society, which was established by William Lord Gar- Lloyd Garrison in the city of Philadelphia, reached close to 250,000 members, so it did become a hub for that society. And in 1876, Susan B. Anthony delivers the Declaration of the Rights of Women outside of Independence Hall. And later on in the 20th century, as we know from the Philadelphia story, the city really became uh, the height of high society for a period of time. And those are just a few. (laughs) Bonsoir. (laughs) Those are just a few bullet points about Philadelphia, giving you a sense of how much history does exist in that city and why it's so dang haunted. Ah. And now for Philadelphia, but the haunted version In a list of the most haunted cities in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia is second only to Gettysburg. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, that makes sense. (laughs) It really does. It really does. And that's exactly what I said when I read that. (laughs) (laughs) But so much so that there are like multiple ghost tours of Philadelphia and so many sites that you can visit that people are like, this was haunted, Ah. including an abandoned penitentiary, Betsy Ross's house, an old cargo ship, and just a massive amount of old, old buildings which is unusual for the states because so much of America wiped out so much of its constructed history due to the genocide of it all. Um, And so as a result, in terms of like standing functioning Mm -hmm. buildings that we see in the country today, Philadelphia is like one of the older cities. Wow. (sighs) Okay. And finally, 
the M. Night Shyamalan twist ending, yeah. I don't know, curse. Uh, oh. <laughs> so The Sixth Sense was so iconic for its twist ending. But since those movies, M. Night Shyamalan's films frequently include some sort of a twist. And so the, I don't know if curse is the right word, but the the, ma- the thing that makes it a challenge for him is that now everybody goes into M. Night Shyamalan films right. expecting a twist to happen. Right, yeah. From Shyamalan himself talking about the film, he says, The Sixth Sense was the movie that didn't have the legacy to deal with. It didn't have my name to deal with. So it would be interesting if The Sixth Sense was the third movie or the fourth movie and how that would have changed the audience's relationship to the film. Could you even watch the movie or would you from the first moment in the movie go, oh, I know what's happening. That movie created a relationship with my name and then the name itself now has a framing for all the rest of its cousins. It's the one movie that got to live without my name. Aww. <laughs> Just like a little bit self-absorbed, but also... Oh, for sure. <laughs> he's Aww. right. It's, he's yeah, totally definitely. right. Wow. And that is the end of the historical context for the sixth sense. Thank you, Liana. Or should I say... Thank you. Thank Boo. Oh! <laughs> like a ghost. <laughs> I'm ready to tell you my secret. Secrets about the amazing products you're about to hear about. We'll be right back. (laughs) I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Time to talk about the movie. Mm. Shall we move on to our phone notes? This is, of course, where we give notes that we took while watching the film. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Sienna, your first bolded note is Tony Collette. I love that hoe. <laughs> oh my god. I saw god. her and I was like, I love that hoe. I oh love my god. her. I saw I was very excited to see her. I did not call her a hoe, but I was pleased as punch <laughs> to see Tony Collette. I love that hoe. I am pleased as punch. <laughs> um, that are two moods. I love her. Every time I see her, I am so happy. I think she's excellent. I think she elevates every single thing she's in. Oh, yes. You said, okay, this movie is 90s. Oh, yeah. They had had the full decade. They were in the last year of it, so they knew everything that anybody was going to know about the 1990s. Yeah, yeah. they knew and it. And they by threw this point. it all on there. Right. We're talking big brunette hair with oh. Tony Collette. We're talking those big, chunky nails that she's got. Huge necklaces, sweaters, dark lipsticks. Oh, thin eyebrows i guess thin. mainly totally colette yeah. <laughs> looked very 90s the wife but then just everybody well. in the film early the wife, wife the early and later wife she uh yeah. was dressed just like there's a certain oh, yeah. type of going out outfit that you the see on dress. friends the slip dress of it all the slip dress is what that's what prompted me to write the note in the first place i said yeah. oh 
Here we go. People are going to get home from an event in a slip dress. They're going to be mm-hmm. by a fire in warm lighting, in warm yep. cinema lighting. And they're going to they're they're read an award yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> to their husband that yeah. is for their husband. <laughs> <laughs> this was an interesting syndrome of it wasn't dead wife complex, but she basically may as well have been. <laughs> okay. Can I just say right off the bat? I know yes, we're going to write is our this segment. Stuff. Can I just say? The premise of mm-hmm. this movie is that no one responds to this man for a year and he doesn't notice he does not notice which means which Mm -hmm. means what we accept as film which i really think is true what we're used to seeing on film that everyone could believe this twist means that it's perfectly normal for none of the women to speak Mm -hmm. ever to the man Mm -hmm. who is monologuing at them Mm mm-hmm it was so funny. He does not notice <laughs> that nobody can hear or see him for months. He must have never asked his wife a question in his whole life. All he does is uh, absolutely speak at not. her. And 100%. it used to be that he'd speak at her and she'd respond. And then he started speaking to her and she wouldn't respond. And he's like, my wife is mad at me. <laughs> Sienna, you wrote, ma'am, I can see your child doesn't play sports. <laughs> so M. Night Shyamalan makes an appearance in this movie. Uh, he plays the doctor. And it's so funny. There's a moment where, you know, basically she's trying to figure out why there are marks on her child, like what's happening with her kid. He's, yeah. The Haley Joel is acting freaky. Um, He's being he, a, a he, little freak, unfortunately. He really is messed up. They do a good job of making it a really stressful situation for this mother. She's like, what's going on? And so yeah. she takes him to the doctor and the doctor, M. Night Shyamalan, is like, uh, <laughs> is like, okay, but why are there these bumps and bruises on your kid? And she's like, mm-hmm. it's from sports. And M. Night Shyamalan looks at her like, yeah, right. <laughs> we all know this there's no way in hell. little nine-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> this can't freaky, throw a ball to save his life. Not even a ping pong one. I, as a doctor, can medically diagnose that this kid <laughs> does not play sports. Yeah, this kid can't hang. And we can all tell from a medical standpoint. That kid is getting picked last. This kid is a loser. I Um, just think it's so embarrassing when directors cast themselves in films, especially as you've pointed this out before, some sort of like savior character, uh like a doctor or whatever. They come in smart. so annoying. And wise. Like, why would you play that one? Like, okay, we get it. You love to be, like, in control and the person that everybody looks to for literal direction. Liana, you wrote, OMG, even as a ghost, he forgot their anniversary. LOL, flop. (laughs) It was crazy to me that this main character was just, like, a bad husband. (laughs) There were a lot of things in this movie that did make me laugh. He was such a flop bitch. Oh, my God. It was unbelievable. (laughs) You're late to your anniversary dinner. You don't ask her a single thing about her day. You only talk so much that you don't notice that you are, in fact, a ghost. She has to get the bill because you're dead. And then she says, happy anniversary. And you're like, shit, I forgot. Sorry. I was down in my basement doing ghost things. Yeah, I was doing ghost research. (laughs) I'm so sorry. You'll see throughout my notes highlighted in orange. Uh I was just questioning what the rules Yes. Of being a ghost in this I, society were. I was thinking of this as well. Like, for example, how you said, if ghost, why can circle things in a book? Or you <laughs> said, if ghost, how can hold coin? Or, <laughs> yeah, this one, if ghost, how can speak into tape recorder? <laughs> okay, a couple more. He's not going to be able to hear that back unless he turns it up to volume nine or ten. Yeah, apparently. And then to it'll ghost be. Setting. Yeah. And we'll get there. We'll get to that. Okay, the last ones you wrote is, if ghost, how come can access file boxes? And if ghost, why can blanket shape around? Yeah, that one, that one was pushing <laughs> that was it. dumb. That one was <laughs> pushing it. I said, you're not a ghost. No, you are Misha Barton as a child. That, just vomiting oatmeal. <laughs> Please stop vomiting. <laughs> what? I just saw your next line after it. So this scene, Bruce Willis is revisiting his like tape taped session with Vincent, his very, right. very haunted and cursed the original former client. Yeah. 
and he's re-listening to this tape and he keeps like turning up the volume just to see <laughs> to see what happens and Sienna wrote what is he waiting to hear a boo <laughs> He's like, I threw up chili cheese fries. Boo. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was a he ghost. Up and up and up. <gasps> it was a ghost. Boo. <laughs> I was going to ask you, ghosts, mm-hmm. what say you? I am coming at this from the perspective of a woman who, as a girl, watched every single season of the show Ghost Whisperer, starring <gasps> Jennifer Love Hewitt and her handsome actor husband wow husband actor who played her husband right yeah husband (laughs) and it was the same every episode which was so comforting and every single episode a ghost with some sort of spooky appearance would show up with a spooky sound and see her seeing them and say you can see me and then by the end of it she'd spoken with the ghost and with their family The ghost had crossed over, and a little breeze had tussled her hair. And that's how you knew that the episode was nearing its end. That's lovely. And they set up the world of ghost stuff very clearly. It sort of went off the rails when she had a son who was inherently spooky. (laughs) And then could see some, like, other stuff that wasn't quite ghosts, but was like a ghost secret society. Whatever. Yeah. I needed what Ghost Whisperer did do well, which was a clear explanation of the rules of this ghost world that actually made some fucking sense. I want to talk a little bit about Haley Joel. Okay. You wrote, um, this is tough because if you are a child who sees ghosts, you are going to be so unavoidably creepy. I was thinking about that too. Yeah. Like, he has to be like, when the, when the teacher's like, what happened here? And he's like, people were hanged here. <laughs> people got hurt yeah yep you don't have the language for like well here's the thing i sort of have a a, a sense number six and am able to perceive some sort of passed on people who have unfinished business here and need things to be resolved you just don't have that kind of language when you're when you're nine so all you can say is exactly that which is the spookiest fucking thing the rest of the classroom has ever heard in their goddamn lives all I could think when we got to the resolution, where he's like, mm. oh, great, I'll talk to these ghosts, and I'll yeah. fix things for them, and I'll just show I'll up therapize. at a funeral as mm. an eight-year-old weirdo, mm-hmm. and I'll hand you them wrote- the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, my God, this scene was so fucking weird. You wrote, sorry, so to the outside world, this is just an unattended seven-year-old walking up to the funeral? I felt that way when he was on the bus on the way to the funeral. Yeah. I was like, Cause- so this young boy got on this bus... And nobody was concerned. Was that just the 90s? He walked off the bus because remember, Bruce Willis is with them. But of course, Bruce Willis does not exist. He walks off the bus. He walks into this home. He goes upstairs to their child, the the dead child. Mm -hmm, He goes into mm -hmm, their room, mm -hmm. her room. He grabs something of hers. He delivers evidence of her murder to her father. Do we think that this is going to make this child less of a freak? (laughs) Well, he kind of just slips away after that, and they're very distracted by the VHS that they've put on. I, in what I under, I guess he gets happier because he's not frightened all the time. But like, why does he end up getting to do the school play, being the lead in the school play? Everybody goes hip hip hooray around him now that he's the freak who delivers ghost messages and murders to loved ones. And this this is what Ghost Whisperer confronts over <laughs> six wonderful seasons. Sure. They come up against that question often, and it's handled in an interesting and small town way. <laughs> I love I wish, that show. I wish this could have been handled in more of a, I wish he could have handled it in more of a small town way. I gotta be honest. If I found out that I had been a ghost for the past seven to 12 months, I'd be so mad because I could have been doing so much cool shit. If you're a ghost, you can like fly around. <laughs> You could go to the Caribbean. You could just, you could get on any plane. No yeah. one would notice. Yeah. And travel the world. You could get into all the museums for free. Right. If you found out that you were, you had been a ghost, uh-huh. what would you do if you were a ghost? You what know do you what think you f- would do? The first thing that popped in my head, and I don't know, I, I can't help it, is I would just eat a vat of Dippin' Dots. <laughs> I love that. 
You know what I would do? What? I would get into a vat of Dippin' Dots. Yeah. And just... I want that. No, I want to feel it all around my body. Cold. Cold. (laughs) Sort of cryotherapy, but textural. I love Dippin' Dots so much. Okay, great. Well, I'll be at a museum and you can be at like the gift shop eating the Dippin' Dots. Yeah. But now I want to get in the vat too. I think that's a good idea. (laughs) You were never second is not something I've said to this second ad break we're about to take. (laughs) See you soon. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I was, I have to say it, disappointed in the way that they revealed, hey, he is a ghost. I was disappointed in Perhaps. this Perhaps. <laughs> oh! I have kind of some harsh thoughts. Should we move oh my on God. to Badges and Tragedies? Yes, please. Okay. This is where we, of course, award the film badges for Bruce Willis being comforting in a three-piece suit and Tragedies for terrible husband. <laughs> I have a badge for Tony Collette. I'll follow her to the ends of the earth. Oh, I love that hoe. Wonder. <laughs> oh, <then. laughs> I have a badge for less than two hours long. I had other things to get to, and I was grateful. Yeah. Badge for Haley Joel Osment. He is a very, very talented, precocious young lad. He seemed so adult (laughs) sometimes. When he says, were you running around? Did make you feel better? I'm like, you sound like someone's uncle or something. Like, Yeah. Well, this movie was written basically by someone's uncle. So there you go. Badge for a husky puppy. (gasps) This was a, could not have predicted in a million years, delightful surprise. And key character in the film. Yeah. Yeah. That puppy was there for pivotal moments. You're about to shit your pants. (laughs) Because I have a badge for this dog. Yes! I can't believe it. The day has finally come where Sienna gives a crap about a dog. So much so that she awards it a badge. This dog ruled. That was an awesome (gasps) dog. That dog was so cute. When they get back home and put him in his little bed and the dog's just like waiting there on his bed. That dog was the best. That dog did the work. That dog was talented. Badge for this gorgeous restaurant where, the, where she spends her anniversary alone. That restaurant was beautiful. Restaurants in 90s media. So the tablecloths are so yeah. starched. Yeah. And I love it. So much red in that era. Um, mm-hmm. F- uh, ferns. Ferns. <laughs> ferns. Ferns. Uh, <laughs> badge for the mother-son friendship. They had some really cute oh, moments in the cart. They really did. When yeah. they get back home and are doing their little, like, what I did today, and it was so great. Yep. That was so cute. I loved that. 
a badge for this child writing lines on the chalkboard looking appalled when Haley Joel Osment brings up that people were hanged at the school. Oh, yeah, that kid was funny. Badge for King for stealing these Catholic statuettes. Oh, yes, go off. A badge for in the wedding video, their friend saying that Bruce Willis needs to make the wife happy. And she says, Julie Andrews twirling around on a mountaintop kind of happy. And I said, yes. Yes. That's exactly the feeling. Badge for Zoloft. The wife is taking Zoloft. Yes. Badge for the concept of a twist. I support that. (laughs) I support the attempt. Yeah, I think they that's definitely fun. tried it. I think it's fun for audiences who that worked on. I agree. Badge for Tony is a great mom. Yeah, she rules. Such a great mom. Badge for Tony's 90s hair. Loved it. A badge again for the husky puppy. I just was so oh, one. ecstatic to see that dog. A badge for Tony's nails. I always loved the, the nails that she had. And oh. finally, a badge for this thick turtleneck. That she is wearing in their emotional conversation scene in the car. Nobody was doing turtlenecks like the 1990s. Wow. Yeah. No, they really weren't. It was Mm. colder then. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Aw. Tragis? Speaking of, moving on to Tragis. Trag for gross sound effect. When Vincent, um, after he shoots Bruce Willis, he, he shoots himself. And the noise that they put over that was gross. Uh, Trage for Tony Collette was 27 in the filming of this. Really? Mm-hmm. And I get, you know, young mom vibes, but I'm almost what? 27. I don't want to have a freak son who's nine. <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, would love to have a husky puppy, but the rest of her circumstance yeah no thank you yeah Mm-mm. trage for what what's with the dad Haley's dad i thought we were gonna get something cool about his dad oh yeah a trage for his reaction to her taking zoloft was so yeah. of that era of like oh my she's on medication <laughs> <laughs> trage for it's all just a bit silly Mm. was a little silly to me yep at the end i went that was silly <laughs> trage for he did not wash his hands when the scene where Haley joel is getting yelled at by a woman in the in the kitchen of his home he had just pissed and then here's a ghost <gasps> and he did not wash his hands great point trage for this tape recorder thing i did not like that they pushed it with that mm. one you could mm. you guys Guys, I yeah. know there's all these special mechanics of ghosts, but you're telling me you can hear them on a tape recorder? They're just way quieter? That's all? They're just <laughs> It's really like quiet. when we record, but we're also FaceTiming. Right, yeah. It's the exact same thing. You gotta crank the volume. <laughs> yeah, whenever you're on FaceTime, every other application is much quieter. That's what happens to uh-huh. ghosts when humans are speaking. The ghosts <laughs> just become so quiet. <laughs> and like, that you had to turn it to 10 to hear them? Like, you should have to turn it to like 500. Mm-hmm. Not to ten. The ghost volume. <laughs> Trage for this ring shop shot was far too intimate, where the three of them are looking into the yeah. ring case, but it's shot from the ring case, so they were all uncomfortably close to each other just yeah. to all be in the shot together. No, no, no. If somebody got that close to me in a shop, they would not be receiving my money. <laughs> they would. Lose I would my not business. be patronizing that location. They would lose my business. The woman in that scene was so beautiful. It, it took my breath away. Um, Trudge for the line, I threw up chili cheese fries all over this male nurse. So Bruce Willis in the past was telling a story to Vincent to make him feel better. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. about saying male nurse in this context. <laughs> those are the kind of lines where I'm like, now, why did they write this? Mm. Did they write nurse? And they're like, no one wants to throw up on a on a female nurse, which is the implication. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Something about that I don't feel right about. And I can't I put my right finger on why. My final trage is a trage for my guy. The signs were there. You should have known by now that you are a ghost. You ought to know by now. Yeah. You ought to know you are a ghost. Uh, and I'm here to remind Sorry. Boo. 
of the mess you left when you died. When you passed away. When you passed away. My final tragedies are, this movie was not spooky enough. Interesting. I, I, was, I thought it was pretty spooky. I was not freaked or scared. It was... I, it was it was actually what I was expecting going in. Like in my prediction, mm. I said, "Oh, maybe it will be scary," because it hadn't occurred to me it would be scary. My my actual expectation would be that it would be kind of a heartwarming '90s situation where some ghosts are present, and that's exactly what mm-hmm. it was. You um, didn't think the hanged people and that '70s teen with a bullet exit wound at the back I, of the head? I thought were they spooky? were gross. I didn't think they were spooky. Oh, that those spooked me. My final trage is this movie is exactly what I thought, but a little worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's in an unfortunately impossible position from us because we know the big twist. Yes, and, so and I recognize what that. What we're waiting to find out the whole time is how they reveal it, which is always going to be a bit underwhelming. I, I thought it, it was dumber. It was just significantly dumber than I could have expected. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shall we move on to our next segment? Yes. Which is, of course, how to pretend that you have seen this film. Mm. This is for you are on a ghost tour. Oh, of Philadelphia. You are seeing an abandoned penitentiary, a cargo ship, Betsy Ross's house. Mm-hmm. And, and Malcolm is coming up to you. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, Ooh, <laughs> just kidding. Gotcha. Not a real ghost. Just a movie fan here. Mm-hmm. I love oh. taking tours of Philadelphia, especially because this is where my favorite movie was shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're mm-hmm. never going to guess the ending. It's so amazing. It's the movie The Sixth Sense. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tell you all about it on this ghost tour. Oh, I'm going to be and right next order to you the whole time. To stop, in order to stop Malcolm from haunting you. With information about this film, we're going to give you a few sentences you can say to pretend you've seen the sixth sense. Yes, Malcolm, I have seen the film The Sixth Sense. Believe it or not, uh, fear is a big theme in that movie. And it most often shows up in Haley Joel Osment, which really is kind of haunting to see how hard it is to help a kid a sort of messed up kid who's having a really hard time. It's like realistically mm. pretty sad to witness. Mm-hmm. Malcolm, I've seen The Sixth Sense. I would say better than cats, <laughs> which is A, what Bruce compared a school play to, and B, a low bar. <laughs> yes, Malcolm, I've seen The Sixth Sense. Did you know while watching that movie that truly what that movie is about is a man not noticing that no one has responded to him for a year. (laughs) Malcolm, I've seen The Sixth Sense. Did you know that The Sixth Sense laid the groundwork for the iconic moments in RuPaul's Drag Race when they have to tell, Drag Race, when they have to tell a contestant to sashay away? The, of course, rough, rough early draft of that was Tony Collette saying at the dinner table, you've had enough roast beef. You need to leave the table. Uh, slay for your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Malcolm, I have seen the movie The Sixth Sense. Mm. Now, I didn't look into this, but I assume there are some <laughs> practical effects in this movie that probably have Mm. some real behind-the-scenes stuff that you're going to tell me about at some point. But I don't want to hear it. Mm. Though Mm. I did enjoy that scene when Tony Collette leaves and all the drawers and and cabinets are closed and then she comes back in. Same shot. I know it's the same shot. Don't tell me. I know it's the same shot. And when she comes back, all the drawers and cabinets are open. I like that one. Spooky. Yes, Malcolm, I've seen The Sixth Sense... And actually, please stop trying to hit on me by explaining a movie to me, because I have to tell you something. Grandma says hi. <laughs> We're related, Malcolm. Get away. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, a ghost. It's grabbing me. A ghost. I'm being pulled away. Whoa. And now that Malcolm, <laughs> that was mm. Malcolm, by the way. Now that Malcolm. Yes, I got that. 
Oh. I sixth sensed that. <laughs> now that Malcolm has been dragged away by... Mm. To hell. <laughs> by a phantom. We will save you perhaps a year of your time if you're a ghost <laughs> by telling you if we, if we think you should watch this movie or if you should do something else with your time on this earth. Liana, I'm going to ask you first because I have a feeling I know what it is. Do you know what? I was going to suggest Ghost Whisperer, but I have not watched it in so long that I, I can't promise anything. So what I will recommend instead is you should watch the UK version of the show Ghosts. Have I recommended it before? Probably. Has it ever been more relevant? No. It's so good. It's on HBO Max in the States. Check out Ghosts. Fucking hilarious. And they acknowledge the kooks of the rules of the ghost world, but they also explain the rules of the ghost world. That's all I need. That's all I ask. Sienna, what would you say? I was trying to think for a long time about a spooky movie to suggest because I sometimes like creepy films, not horrifying, scary ones. Now, here's the thing. I couldn't think of any, Mm. which goes to show that they didn't really stick in my mind. So Mm. I'm going to suggest a very good movie that I think I might have suggested another time. But another M. Night Shyamalan winner. Oh. Stuart Little. (laughs) Ah. Yes. That movie's so good. That movie's so good. Yeah. One of Tiny the tallest movies to ever exist. Because of the skyscraper? Because they wanted to highlight how small he is. <laughs> yeah. Because of the oh. skyscrapers. <laughs> of course. I say that about every movie that takes place in New York City. A very well, tall it's movie. It's about like a, a hawk who lives in it's a skyscraper. Hugh Laurie. Tall. Hugh Laurie and Gina Davis are two So they wanted to tall. emphasize that it was a mouse, so they cast tall people? <laughs> Or I think it's like the, the joke, or maybe this is from the book, is the silly thing is that they're actually quite tall, even though they're the littles. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you gotta oh, watch the movie again. Hell. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Liana, what would you rate the film? I am gonna rate this movie three 90s eyebrows. Yes. Out of five. I enjoyed it. I was glad to see some foliage. The husky puppy... Woo, baby. I'm a very simple person. I, I don't require a lot to enjoy a movie. Mainly, a puppy who sits in a laundry basket will really do a lot uh-huh. for me. I thought the acting was good. I freaking loved Tony Collette so much. Was so happy to see her. But it was silly. And there were so many plot holes. <laughs> That it just can't quite can't quite keep you in the world of it. Uh-huh. Sienna, what would you rate the movie? I am going to give this movie also three Catholic blanket forts out of five. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel similarly, I, I, I enjoyed it. I did. I, I would watch mm. it again and be happy mm. with it. Um, I love Tony <laughs> Collette. I loved Haley Joel Osment in this movie. Mm. But I was underwhelmed and I'm sorry. I just had, yeah. I, I was hoping to be really wowed and spooked and moved. And yeah, um, it just wasn't. It was so underwhelming. The it, ending specifically. It was not what I, I, I just had, I had high hopes and I'm sorry that mm-hmm. I put that, those expectations on this movie, but it is, is the case. Not um, our fault. It was, it was dumber than I thought it would be. And <laughs> I'm not. I don't mean this in an incredibly mean way, but it was worse than I thought. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was simply worse than it I It was thought. worse than I thought it was. <laughs> than I thought it would be. There's our headline, everyone. <laughs> but it was still enjoyable and um it's nineties movies, like I like the warm lighting. There there was there was good stuff in there. Anyway, yeah. that's how I feel. Well, there you go. There you go, everyone. This has been our two cents uh, on the sixth sense. Oh my gosh. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to this episode of Toss Popcorn. We are mm-hmm. at Toss Popcorn on Instagram, on mm-hmm. Twitter, on mm-hmm. Patreon. Nope. On mm-hmm. TikTok. Mm-hmm. And we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Toss Popcorn. Lots of good yeah. content. We put, guys, y'all, a lot of so much an unbelievable amount of work into that Patreon. It is 
well worth your money. Get in on the ground floor before we realize our worth. Oh, and join us next week when we will be watching number 90. My gosh. Swing time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Boo. Boo. Bruce. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. You have to be like uh, a full recluse to not notice that you've died. <laughs> I've died? I've what? <laughs> Wait. When? Oh, things are making so much sense. Oh, Wait. was it because I got shot with a was gun? It, the time I was shot, I died. Oh, that killed me? I um, died? I died? I died? <laughs> No. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.